I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Pitchers and catchers reporting, position players reporting. It is time, finally, spring training upon us. The weather even got a little warmer in our area. We can feel baseball season to talk about the New York Yankees, some questions, maybe even give us a little big picture perspective on the Yankees. We bring in friend of the program, Brendan Cuddy. From The Athletic. Hey, Brendan, how are you? Maury, I'm doing great. Big picture, small picture. We're here to give it all tonight. So thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Um, I wanted to start out big picture with, I know this will surprise you, but we tend to be a little spoiled here in New York City. And we have these expectations that the Yankees should have an all-star at every position. And meanwhile, this is a team, a little perspective we get critical, but they won 99 games last season. And I thought you did something interesting recently, which is you asked some of their rivals um, what they thought of this year's Yankee team. So let's start there. Can you talk about that article you, you wrote recently, talking to some um, AL East managers and, you know, who did you talk to and what was their, you know, Yankee fans look at it and go, Montas is hurt and, the, you know, not enough you know, problems here and there. But what did um, the opposition think about the Yankees? Well, Lori, first, you talk about a spoiled set of fans. I don't know what you mean. The Yankees' uh, motto is only win or win a championship or the entire season's a failure. So I can't imagine what you're talking about there. I, know, I, don't, know, um, I don't know how we got those expectations, even though, yeah, the, the, they say it every year. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, I, I spoke with every manager in the American League East, and I asked them a few simple questions. Really, it's just what stands out about the Yankees to you this year, and what is their greatest strength? And to a man, from you know Alex Cora with the Red Sox to John Schneider with the Blue Jays to uh, Brandon Hyde with the Orioles, each of them said, that the Yankees' pitching staff is what scared them the most, from Carlos Rodon to Garrett Cole to the back end with Clay Holmes. Uh, each one of them said that the Yankees are going to be strong this year, that they're going to be a formidable opponent. And then they ticked off different reasons uh, outside of the pitching. Aaron Judge coming back. Uh, Anthony Rizzo being a low-key big sign considering the uh Shifts will be restricted this year, and uh, maybe he'll have more singles fall into play. Uh, really, there's a whole litany of reasons uh, Yankees fans could like the Yankees this year uh, and not be so scared that 
losing Frankie Montas, their fifth starter, is going to tank them completely. All right, so strengths of the team, everybody's saying um, pitching. Obviously, Yankee fans are going to turn around and say, all right, but what are the question marks? What are the return? You know, what are, what are the holes? And is, let's start there with how concerning, you know, Montas going down, I don't think in and of itself with what Yankee fans saw out of him last year, um, people are saying, you know, oh, that's such a big loss. As much as it is a concern maybe about depth, how many starting pitchers th- does a team need in this day and age to feel comfortable with going into a season? They need to feel comfortable with four. Uh, oh, I, was, I, was expecting, well, I was expecting you to say like eight. I mean, well, well, don't no, you need no, to we're have that depth? There. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we're going to get there. With, uh, with all of the added... Mm-hmm. Days off this, these days uh-huh. um, in Major League Baseball so with the calendar expanded. You really need four strong starting pitchers, and the fifth one you can piecemeal uh, together. Okay. Now, in, in terms of total depth, you're probably looking at seven, eight okay. guys that you need yeah. throughout the year because pitchers get hurt. Right. Because, you know, you, you can't predict um, how well these guys are going to hold up or how well they're going to pitch, you know, just as easily as Nestor Cortez had a dominant year last year. You don't know that someone, one of your other pitchers are going to be volatile and completely fall apart. Uh, Luis Severino is uh, in great shape right now, but he's got an injury history. And you never know where things are going to go with those guys. So you really, realistically, you need seven, eight, like you said, maybe even more. And I, I think the Yankees have them right now. You know, so, between yeah, that's what I was going to ask you then next is I think the obvious ones are now that Domingo Herman is probably the front runner for that number five spot. Yankee fans are familiar with Clark Schmidt. I would suppose he would be your your number six, and I think you can still feel pretty good about that. Like that's part of that. Hey, I have to feel comfortable with a certain level of depth. But who are some of the guys? I mean, are we talking about Davy Garcia? Like, where are we going if we? need to get for the Yankees to get to starter seven, starter eight? Well, actually, I would stop you there, Laura. You remember the playoffs last year, the Yankees uh, very quickly went to Clark Schmidt a couple times in the playoffs, and everyone was standing there looking at the Yankees bullpen and their pitching staff and saying, hey, why aren't you using Domingo Herman? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know that Domingo Herman has the leg up. Okay. For the starting rotation, I actually think it's I. I would handicap it at Clark Schmidt. Okay. At the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you're looking at Herman. You're thinking at, looking at Clark Schmidt, and then the guys behind him are Johnny Brito, who was um, you know is, is one of the Yankees' better pitching prospects. He, he pitched a bunch of games at AAA last year. Uh, has a solid future ahead of him. Randy Vasquez is on the 40-man roster. Davey Garcia is still here. You know, uh, Davey Garcia is still young. We, you know, remember when he was uh, the mini Pedro, mm-hmm. but he his, he's kind of regressed. That being said, this is his uh, final minor league option here. Um, actually, actually, I think he's out of them. So if he doesn't break camp with the Yankees, they might have to just cut him. And you know, uh, there's just uh, there there are a bunch of names the Yankees tend to find guys like a Ryan Weber, who's in on a minor league contract, who who you know 
shows up and suddenly throws five one run innings <laughs> out of nowhere. So so the Yankees typically figure out a way to make it happen. It just might be a little bit more difficult considering the amount of minor league uh, pitching talent they've traded the past couple of years. Yeah, that's. I mean, that I, I saw it written out in someone's article uh, over the last month, just sitting there in my face. It, maybe it was when I was looking at top prospects, but you were just looking at all the young pitching that the and the prospects that the Yankees pitching prospects um, traded away. Um, which is why you know, even if we're shifting and talking about left field, and I know again, Yankee fans, some of them disappointed that they, whether it was re-signing an Andrew Benintendi or um, going out and getting someone that they haven't brought in anybody else yet for left field. But, you know, one of the rumors out there, um, potentially a Reynolds, a Brian Reynolds, um, if at, at this point, um, or at least somebody the Yankee Yankee fans would, would hope for, but at this point with all the pitching prospects the Yankees traded away, could you see them trading away more prospects at this point? Well, sure. Yeah. You know, the Yankees don't just – create these prospects or sorry, they don't just build up and uh, manufacture these prospects for the big league level. They use them in trades too. Uh, you know, you look at the Pirates system it's filled with former Yankees prospects um, for, for deals. And um, so absolutely I can see the Yankees continuing to trade their prospects because what really matters is the big league level. Uh, that being said, I just don't see uh, the Yankees trading for Brian Reynolds. He's uh, a, a really nice player. I, I don't think that he's a cornerstone type. Yep. And the uh, the Pirates are said to have just really high expectations uh, for a trade for him. Uh, I think someone maybe like the Twins could be a, a good uh, matchup with the Yankees. It may be a uh, Max Kepler or one of their few left-handed hitting corner bat that they have uh but right now it looks like the yankees are gonna let it ride see what happens the rest of the spring Mm -hmm. see see who needs what out on the trade market maybe maybe another team's starting shortstop blows out or something and all of a sudden hey uh oswald plaza looks like a good trade ship or isaiah kinder falafel looks like a good mm-hmm. trade ship you never know yep. uh, but i think right now i think right now they're going to roll with uh aaron hicks and i think that if you look at one roster sorry one lineup spot being weak for the yankees left field i think they're i think they're okay with that with the other eight being being pretty solid so when we talk about Aaron Hicks getting that opportunity. Um, a lot of Yankee fans, I think, would prefer um, Cabrera get that opportunity. How much um, will Oswaldo Cabrera get an opportunity for a, you know, potentially to win a, a starting left field job? Or do you see him being that super utility player that they are going to be moving all over the place? I think the Yankees are, would prefer him to. Uh... Be a super utility type. That said, the Yankees did give him a chance and did give him the job late last season. You know, when the chips were down, they felt like they had to turn from Aaron Hicks and go to Oswaldo Cabrera. So they're not above doing it. I wonder if there's a world where Cabrera and Hicks could platoon and share at bats that way with Cabrera taking the left hand at bats. But then if, when you think of platoon advantages, the Yankees are going to face mostly righties, which means that Oswaldo Cabrera becomes kind of the regular guy out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Yankees want that defensively. 
while while he acquitted himself fine in left last year and actually looked kind of good in right, yep. he's really more of an infielder. So I I, I think it's going to be Hicks. I think they're going to going to give Floreal a shot. I think they're going to give Ortega a shot, but I think it's going to be Aaron Hicks, uh, and I think that's probably the right move. Talking to Brendan Cuddy um, about the Yankees, and you you did you mentioned Luis Severino. You recently um, also wrote a piece about Severino. What's his mindset going into the season? His mindset is that the chips are down. You know, you can you can look at a guy and say, "You've made fifty million dollars in your big league career. What are you worried about?" And maybe I would agree with you because I have not made $50 million <laughs> in my career. Uh, I know I dress like it, Lori. I, know I, that I thought I, so. That, that, and you have a new yeah, job at the know. athletic. And I thought, oh, well, you know, you probably, yeah. you got to be making, you know, at least, uh, you know, 25 million. Yeah. Yeah. You, I get it. I give off the air. <laughs> right. um, but, 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 but Luis Severino looks at this year, his walk year, his contract year as, you know, life defining, you know, mm-hmm. if, if he's able to, pitch well this season, you know, he, he, he gets another deal worth 50 million and, and puts all that money in the bank for his kids and his family. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be motivated to, to pitch as better uh, pitch as well as he ever has to be as healthy as he possibly can be. And to get the Yankees as deep in the po- in the playoffs as possible. And I think he's a fan favorite. I think fans mm-hmm. love Luis Severino. I think they connect with him. He's a yep. homegrown Yankee. The screaming on the mound, they <laughs> see him really like leave it all out there. Uh, so I think he's an easy guy. If you're a Yankee fan, he's an easy guy to root for. The, you know, we're talking about the starters. The bullpen is always has been for years and years a a Yankee strength. This year's bullpen should be, but. You know, it's um, some different faces, and maybe that's a good thing. So there's no Aldis Chapman, no Chad Green, no Zach Britton. But, you know, whether it's bringing back a Canely, you know, Clay Holmes and Loisaga, um, Lou Trevino, Marinaccio, there certainly are a lot of arms there. Will the bullpen still be a Yankee strength in your opinion? And who's somebody that you look at and say, I think this guy is the linchpin to this bullpen? Well, I do think the Yankees bullpen is a strength this year, Lori. I do look at all the arms they have, uh, provided they stay healthy, and say, I mean, if I'm a opposing team, I don't really want to face those guys. You saw the just the, the guts Wandy Peralta showed last year in the playoffs. Yeah. I think he pitched four out of five days. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, the guy was a monster. You see, you see the, um, the the all-star first half that Clay Holmes had. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Michael King's elbow snapped in half, yep. I mean, he was he was probably the most valuable reliever in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Tommy Canley, he's the highest paid player in the Yankees bullpen, uh, but but he's just he's dirty, and he and he he's already showed that he can pitch in New York. Ron Marinaccio kind of came out of nowhere last year mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Um, reverse splits can can get out lefties with that changeup. You know, you're you're looking at one through eight, just really good, good arms. And I think the Yankees have high hopes still for Albert Abreu, despite, you know, w- wondering w- what his deal is and, um, you know, the, the, the some of the walk issues he's had in the past. I think the Yankees are high on his stuff. Matt Crook is a lefty who just strikes out a ton of guys, uh, former top prospect pedigree. But if we're talking about linchpin, 
to the bullpen, I look at Mike King as a Dellin the Kansas type. Um, I, I see him as your your fireman who can come in uh, middle of the sixth inning, get you through to the eighth inning, doing the seventh inning, doing the eighth inning, close for you. He's the kind of guy who just gets so undervalued by a fan base, but couldn't be valued more by a team. And uh, provided that he's healthy, I think Michael King is that guy. As you said, he was there. He was, well, Clay Holmes, obviously the um, you know first part of the season was ridiculous. But yeah, Michael King was probably the, until he got hurt, the best relief pitcher in baseball. Um, so, all right, we've been talking a lot of pitching. A little left field. If we look then, you know, we're getting into uh, now the infield here. And Josh Donaldson. Is he the opening day starter at third base, or if uh, if DJ LeMahieu is now healthy, um, how much is DJ LeMahieu going to play third? I think you're going to see. I think the Yankees are going to see what they've got in Josh Donaldson. You know, spring training for veterans typically isn't a prove it time. They don't mm-hmm. have to go win their jobs. But if the ball's jumping off Josh Donaldson's bat, if he looks comfortable in the box. If he looks like he's done some things this offseason to address whatever issues he had last year, uh, I think he is the opening day third baseman. I do think he is going guy, the guy who's going to take the lion's share of at-bats at third base. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that's the wrong move. He, he You know, it, people don't like Josh Donaldson uh, throughout the league, and I, I think that's pretty clear for one reason or the other. We, you know, we saw some of the issues that – he tends to cause, or you know, he caused last season. Um, so he didn't get, he didn't even get nominated for a Gold Glove, which I thought was silly. Uh, he, he, I thought he was by far the best defensive third baseman uh, in the league, uh, in the American League last year, or maybe, maybe one of the best. Um, so I do think it should be him. I do think that DJ will bounce between second base, third base, first base. Last year, DJ started at second base with. Uh, Donaldson at third, uh, and Glaber Torres on the bench on opening day, and then they just kind of rotated them like that. And that's kind of how I see it going. Uh, I don't think – I think it's a little premature to count out Donaldson as the starting third baseman right now, despite what our eyes told us last year with, with you know uh, the, the offensive production really dropping for, for Josh Donaldson. You mentioned with Donaldson, he is a guy um... – you know, at this point, he's not particularly well liked around the league, um, and Yankee fans, you know, also with the way he was at the plate, um, you know, they're not not huge fans last season. But um, how, is he? How do, how do his teammates feel about? Uh, how do his Yankee teammates feel about Josh Donaldson? I don't think they dislike him. I don't get the impression that Josh Donaldson walks in that clubhouse. And fans, don't, uh, teammates don't like him. I think he rubs his opponents the wrong way uh, a lot of the time. I think that there are things that he does that not everybody agrees with, and definitely some things last year that were, you know, yeah. just not right. The, the Tim Anderson situation I was about to say, was yeah. bad. We'll just acknowledge that, the Tim Anderson, you know, where he was yeah, talking to him and saying some things, and Anderson was not happy, and you could tell that Aaron Judge and some of his Yankee teammates were also not happy with those yeah, comments so, from that. So, okay, right, but you think so that, that is more that, of an isolated he, incident, and he is not disliked by his Yankee teammates? 
I don't think it's an isolated incident. I think it's part of the package of Josh Donaldson. I don't think day-to-day his teammates say, screw this guy. Mm-hmm. I think they okay. say, they think they say, oh, here we go again sometimes. <laughs> I think with the, with the, some of the home runs that didn't go out, that yeah. he really kind of took his time with around the bases, I think they say, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But but I don't I don't get the impression that anyone really in there thinks that Josh Donaldson you know to his core is a bad guy by any means. Will Glaber Torres be a Yankee at the end of the season? We've certainly seen um, you know trade rumors and all this sort of stuff. You think Glaber's here? I think so. Here's why, and you know there's a a uh, a way to argue this and I'll do it I'll argue with myself Lori okay. it's a, a Sunday night so, uh, yeah this so, way I so, get a break so it's good yeah yeah it's great it's great I'll, I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> argue with myself this would be like a biggie in warning when he goes back mm-hmm. and forth man that's a deep cut so um, listen on one hand Labor Torres seems like the Yankees best trade bait right mm-hmm. um, you know 26 year old second baseman uh, higher end hitter um, someone with maybe uh a ceiling that he can get back to as an mm-hmm. all-star, um, someone who really enjoys the game, works hard, um, even if he doesn't seem like he's running out every ball. Um, but then, you know, the flip side is you don't know how well DJ is going to hold up. The last two years, you know, he hasn't been reliable down mm-hmm. the down the the stretch of the season. So you can say, yeah, go trade Gla- Glaber for a left fielder. Or, Go trade Glaber for a pitcher, but then what? You know, then you're looking at okay. Well, Volpe better be ready to go because if Peraz is at second at shortstop or IKF's at shortstop, like they're going to have to rely on one of those uh, one of those prospects. And I think I think it's just too early to to do that. I think you got to keep Glaber around uh, as DJ insurance to an extent. And but but by the way, that's great. that's a hell of an insurance plan mm-hmm. uh, considering. Considering how good uh, how good Glaber is and the kind of bounce back year he had last year, outside of like that garbage August he had, he looked really good in, in September. Um, so can actually, you know, we're talking about um, DJ Lemayhew. I think you and other you know people wrote stories that it looks like Lemayhew is now healthy. Um, how about the injury update? Are there you know putting Montas aside? Um, are who are um, some of the other Yankees and some injury updates that I, I think I saw something um, that Rizzo may not be 100%. Who are some of the other um, injury updates that you can give us um, on the Yankees? Sure. I mean, Rizzo is going to still deal with the back issue that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, the Yankees gave him two years and $40 million. So they can't be that concerned about the back. They, they, they know the medicals, they know the player, they know the situation. So, I mean, you know, uh, I, I would love someone to give me $40 million mm-hmm. uh, and, and have a, a bad back. How about, so I'm ne- sure he's... How about Nestor? Now, Nestor seems like he's going to be okay, even if he starts the year a little behind. Mm-hmm. I don't think that his uh, hamstring strain is something that the Yankees are concerned about long term. Uh, we're looking at Giancarlo Stanton. Can he, he bounce back? From the Achilles injury he had last year, um, he, all, you know, all indications are that he's fine right now. DJ and with his with his toe, he says he's good, but you know, wait wait until he plays. And um, I don't know who else I'm forgetting. I, those were those were the major ones. Um, 
two more quick ones before I let you go. One is, okay, so speaking of injuries, Montas, um, you know, is that something where, um, is it, you know, where does this one rank? Is this the worst move of, uh, you know, I know, you you know, health is one of those things that's hard to predict, but um, worst move of uh, Brian Cashman's um, tenure? You uh, you guys remember Carl Pavano? Yes, I do remember the, and I remember the Carl Pavano Memorial MRI machine. I think they yes. named it after, after yeah. him in, or, in Tampa. Or Teigawa. Um, yeah. I mean, come on. They're, 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 Jacoby Ellsbury? I mean, come on. There, there, are, there are significantly worse ones here. Um, listen, uh, Montas hasn't worked out. We don't know what those prospects the Yankees traded for Montas will end up turning into. The Yankees have a good history, and maybe it's not a right to say good history, right? But think about the Yankee, the prospects that the Yankees have traded, mm-hmm. and who are the ones that have really come back to bite the Yankees in the mm-hmm. last ten years. Not really many. Roancy Contreras looks like looks like the real deal for the Pirates. So maybe he ends up being a, a rough guy to lose. But you got Jameson Tyone, two years, two good years of Jameson yep. Tyone for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Alcantara, or if I'm pronouncing it right, uh, the guy, mm-hmm. the uh, the young prospect the Yankees traded to get Anthony Rizzo. Keith Law, the Athletic, my coworker says that that he's the 29th best prospect in baseball. So maybe. That one ends up biting the Yankees, but you get still you got Rizzo for for all these years. So I, what I'm trying to say is, uh, I I don't think that I don't think that uh, the Montas tra- uh, trade on the whole ends up completely devastating the Yankees because we don't know what those prospects are going to turn into that the Yankees traded to get him and with the other deals the Yankees have made, they've relegated him to the fifth starter. Um, and if you weren't going into the season saying, man, you really need right. Frankie Montas to be, to be the guy that carries the load. All right. So the last one I'll ask you is, uh, something that, um, one of my followers, um, asked me, um, earlier on, on Twitter. And that's this, the, where do you stand on the W, uh, the world baseball classic WBC, um, good for the game or, um, whether it's you know injury risks, and in particular this year with all the rule changes that players are going to have to adapt to, is it going to be um, a bit of a challenge for them not to have as long as spring training with their teams? Um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a challenge because a lot of the players who are going to the WBC are full-timers anyway, so they're going to be getting a lot of reps a lot of practice with their wbc teams and the guys who are reserves are kind of typically reserved anyway like kyle higashioka is going to play for team usa but he's kind of used to being a backup catcher Mm -hmm. so so i don't think that these things will bother him that much uh I, i wouldn't be worried so much about injuries there was a study done a few years ago and man i'm forgetting who did it uh, so I'm not going to cite the whole thing, but it really the, the the amount of players who participated in the WBC over the years and then ended up getting hurt and spending time in the DL it was kind of negligible. Uh, the the increase, the amount of time that that happened more to uh, these players. So I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And Lori, call me crazy. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I would love to see this. It would never happen with contracts and money and all that kind of stuff. I would love to see the WBC take place over, say, 40 games. You know, you bang a a quarter of the major league season, 
and give us a real a real round robin tournament of every country. You know that that's that's a way that you would get. Aaron Judge to go play right field for Team USA with Mike Trout in center field, with Freddie Freeman at first base, like uh, and then you know a, a stacked Dominican team, a stacked Puerto Rican mm-hmm. team, a stacked Mexican team. I think that is a real way to grow the game. I do think that this is kind of a uh, this is a cool event, and I think that this is a fun event. But you're not really getting the full the full Monty here, even mm-hmm. though I don't know what, I don't even know what that means. Uh, I, I just think, I just think that you really would get a more representative product and uh, build interest if you were to make this a bigger deal. And I don't think the WBC hits that sweet spot just, just yet. All right. Brendan Cuddy from the athletic. Good stuff. Always appreciate the, uh, the time and, uh, we will certainly catch up with you, uh, down the road and congratulations on the new role. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you for having me on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.